0: PlayStation Unchained.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to PlayStation Unchained. It's me, Chilly, again. I'm back. Even though I was here last week, but still, I'm back as host. Yay, get me Woo. Yay. Yay. Anyway, we've had a lot of news this week. We've got Gary, though. Hey, Gary.
2: I am here, demoted, because I suck at hosting. Oh, so no,
1: you're a better host than me. We all know that.
2: At the end, Ben was like, Gary, you suck. You're never hosting again, you bitch. And except like, okay.
1: for... Well, I guess I'd say except for the next episode, but that's the previous episode. It's a different <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so, um... anyway, Gary, how you? what you been up to?
2: Oh, not much, man. Uh, just playing some Genshin. The new update came out. Uh, they unlocked Ooh. another part of the map, uh, the Chasm, which is this whole underground mining area, which is actually pretty fun. Yeah. Um, another new character drop so been kind of going through that uh still playing through some Elden Ring uh I'm already at the at the endish area if there is an endish area um I'm also playing a game for review which I can't talk about but I want to because it's probably one of the worst games i've ever played in my life and Hablo
1: has been out for a month What?
2: <laughs> what did, what did you say?
1: I said Babylon's Fall has been out
2: for a month. Oh, my God. No, Babylon's Fall is probably a masterpiece compared to what I'm playing. Uh, EWIX is a masterpiece compared to what I'm playing.
1: Uh,
2: And I hope nobody ever picks it up. (laughs) It's so bad.
1: I'll
2: I'll, I'll say this. It's so bad that the developer's opening message in the game. We hope you like the cheesiness that we've put into the game. When you're already saying that it's cheesy, you're pretty much saying that the game sucks and you didn't even try. And you're trying to pass it off yeah, as... Yeah, that's bad. ...making shitty game design purposely bad.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's that's a red flag for me. <laughs> yeah.
2: No bueno for Gary.
1: And Alfonso. Hey, Alfonso. Hello, hello. How have you been this week? I've been good. Um,
0: Still playing Tiny Tina. Still loving it. Um, A little more stable in terms of the servers i finally got to the level where you could get the second class um i chose the berserker but i i'm sticking with my classes because i do not like switching between the two classes it's just annoying i wish there was a button where you could just like quick swap instead of actually going to the settings to switch it like the skill set to switch it so yeah i just stick with my class for now but yeah still enjoying it um these side quests are very long. I'm noticing that these, these side missions are way longer than the previous one from the previous board games, which is nice. But yeah, I, I just want to see how the story ends, but I don't want to finish the story so quickly. So yeah, I'm just doing a lot of side quests. But overall, it's a good game and I'm really liking it. Oh so, yeah. Uh,
1: we just had our stream with the collab this Thursday. So we got to the town again, and that's as far as I've got so far. I can't wait to continue playing this Thursday uh, with Melstrom Radio. Everyone, Twitch. and u. s. Go on Radio. Yay, go plugs! Whoa. But no, apart from that, I've just been leveling up in Fantasy fourteen, getting ready for the patch because the big, um, big Fantasy fourteen patch was announced um Friday, actually, for April twelfth, um, where the start of the new adventure, a new, a new storyline is starting after ending a ten year old, ten year long story. Um, and we get to fight gods. So, yay! We're going to go kill gods. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, but I won't talk too much about Fantasy Fourteen as much as I want to. We've got other news to talk about. We've got quite a few things to talk about this month, uh, this week. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Including stuff that I, I'm i so happy I took Friday off because there was so much stupid April Fools. Um, but one thing that fooled a lot of people, even though it looked faked as hell, I, I don't know how anyone got fooled by this at all. Um, they just It's just dreams, I guess. Dreams and hope. Um, a Metal Gear Solid 35th anniversary site popped up. Now, I noticed it was fake from the text because the copyright was not correct at all. Like, the copyright just had that year. They didn't have the year it started up to that year, which every other copyright pretty much does. The text was out of place. The text, Some text was smaller than the others. It just looked bad. Um, So, Al- Alfonso, thoughts on this?
0: Yeah. Um, it's on April 1st. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I get it. It's Gear. People love the franchise. I love it too. But anything, and it's not just gaming, it's anything related phones yeah. anything that's news related falls on april 1st is not to be taken likely is is a very very small chance that it will be true and real but it being april 1st yeah it is totally fake so i didn't even bother reading it when i saw, saw the the news of Medicare 35 yeah i didn't even bother reading read that because i already know it's gonna be fake it's on april 1st like you shouldn't think that likely that's just obvious
1: uh gary what's your thoughts
2: um yeah, um, obviously it's been proven fake now. Um, I think what why some people thought it might have been real uh, is because of what happened with the Silent Hill website. Um, Konami lost the domain name and some random fan grabbed it from them before they renewed it. So the official Silent Hill domain is just a fan site now. <laughs> and some people probably may have thought the same thing happened with Metal Gear. Um Obviously, that hasn't happened. Uh, Konami confirmed that. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it is what it is. Um, 30th anniversary is coming up from Metal Gear Solid. Um, we'll see what, what or if anything Konami decides to do with it.
1: Okay. Um, GTA 5 is getting a PlayStation 5 physical release on April 12th. I, I don't know how much it's going to be. Um, but yeah, supposedly it's going to be up for um, sale. I would say just pick up the digital version, unless you really, really want a physical version. The digital is so cheap that you might as well. Because they're, I don't know if they're gonna. I doubt they're gonna sell it as cheap as they will the physical edition. I mean the digital edition. Oh, so, wow. um, yeah. Um, I, I don't digital version.
0: Yeah, I mean there there are people who want their physical copies. I get that, but um, I'm yeah. not picking up. I already have the digital version. I got it for ten dollars when, you know, put it in the PS4 version. So yeah. there's no reason for me to get this unless they did like a special premium pack where they add everything into the, the game like they did with the PS4. But yeah, I, I, I see no reason for me to get this. I Honestly, I don't know nobody that I know who still plays GTA is getting the physical copy. Everyone I know already got the digital copy because 10, you can't beat $10. So uh,
2: yeah.
1: Um, Gary, your thoughts?
2: Um, obviously, people who um, like to collect physical copies will pick it up. Um, I think it's actually releasing for thirty nine ninety nine I don't think it's full full price um, but they did announce yeah. even before alien came out that the physical version would be coming out at a later date, so we knew it was coming. um yeah, it's just
1: well Faye nine 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 is the, price of, is the well, price of the digital copy just not discounted
2: oh uh, okay, uh, maybe that's how much the physical one is gonna be. I don't know, um maybe I misread it or something, but um, yeah, just another way for rockstar to keep selling that game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have mm-hmm. no problem yep. selling it now so why not just give more options to sell it I guess Um mm-hmm. so yeah
1: everyone will complain that it's on sale and then when it comes out it'll be number one <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or at least mm-hmm. in the top five Like it's going to be in the top five sales of that month in of April I bet you Like, actually what's out in April there's nothing much in April is there
2: um, I honestly don't know don't think so
1: PS5 game April. Let's have a look. Well, that's a lie. Okay, so its competition is Lego Star Wars. MLB the show. That's actually a high
2: competition. (laughs) (laughs) You laugh. I'm serious. People have been looking forward to that game. Yeah, I I know. Yeah,
1: I have. I I, I don't know. I still feel like that's going to be a game that'll be number one for the week it comes out. And then GTA 5 will be number one fact, it's out before GTA 5, so it's going to have its number one spot, and then GTA 5 will take number one, I think. Um, Oh my god, Do- Doki Doki Electro Club is coming to PS5. I didn't know that. I'm going to go look that up right now. A physical edition for thirty four ninety nine. I might have to buy this. Wait, it's already out.
2: It's out on uh, PS4. Uh, it's a it visual says... novel, so I don't see why you'd even want to pick up the PS5 version. I don't think it's going to improve visually more than it already is. <laughs>
1: I, I mainly because of the physical stuff that comes with it is what I'm looking okay. at. It has a poem, a sticker sheet, a soundtrack download card, which by the way is the floppy disk, um, a membership card, and the character stands. So, okay, that, that that's you know I'm bookmarking that. Thanks, thanks podcast. Pick it up.
2: I hear it's a fantastic game.
1: I spent way too much this week, so that's why I'm bookmarking it for now. So, I I had my rent, council tax, and my trip to York. So. That, that was my expensive week. That, that will have to wait for now. But talking about waiting for now, PSVR 2. Um, They showed it off at the GC, GDC 2022 conference. Uh, I haven't watched much of the it bit it, it, it right now, but I'm excited. I'm really excited for this. This is probably going to be a day one pickup for me. Uh, Gary. Well,
2: what is this? PSVR
1: 2? Uh, PSVR 2 was shown off at the Game of Development conference. Yeah. Uh, f- a full Unity build where they showed off the um, Fove rendering of whatever it's called, you know, where it only renders what you're looking
2: at. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, if it renders whatever you're looking at, you can literally create a real uh-huh. life environment wherever the hell yeah. you want. I think this will be amazing for um AR type games in particular. Uh-huh. You can create like the whole zombie apocalypse, or you know, I think The Witcher is doing that. I can't imagine how good uh-huh. it would be if you had Pokemon Go with it. You know, obviously uh-huh. it's not going to happen. That's you know, Nintendo and stuff. Um, but just the idea of it is really fucking cool to think about. I can just be walking around my house and oh shit, here comes Pikachu up the stairs. Say well, that's up. not what it
1: means. When it, <laughs> what that means when I talk, to say when looking, what you're looking at. Um, you know when you're playing a game, and um, it's hard to describe this in a way. Imagine you're playing a first-person a game. Now, okay, in a law tech, it will just render the map around you. Like it'll re- render the map in the normal detail. Like in what, yeah, what's in front of you. It'll it'll just load the entire map up at the same time, which mm-hmm. will take resources. And um, mm-hmm. with how this works, um, instead of just loading the map, it uses eye tracking to see where you're looking at the map, and only has to render that specific area.
2: Okay, now I see what you're saying. Um. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Companies have actually been doing this today. Um. This yeah. has been a technique developers have been using for a while. Um. I know for it's a fact, the like The Last time, of Us and The, of the Last of Us and God of War, use VR. it for sure. Yeah, like Horizon, it it only renders what the camera is seeing, and then as you turn the camera, it's so it can save on processing power. Why load everything in detail when you can't even look at it? Uh Yeah, racing games do it all the time too. That's how they keep a lot of their sixty FPS going. That's a technique that they've been using for a while. It seems like they're just adding it to VR now. Yeah, it's
1: one of the first time VR support because it uses eye tracking to make sure that it works, you know, hundred percent. So yeah what are your thoughts, then, Gary, on that?
2: No, it's pretty great. Then, sorry, I totally that's... thought it was something else. Like it renders what you're looking at, like in, in the uh, real world, like uh, can places. basically version of it.
1: <laughs> that's AR. Uh, That'd be AR. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um. Okay. <laughs> sorry.
1: No worries. Don't worry. Um, that's one way to clarify things because I. Yeah. Maybe yeah. No. This is this
2: so. is fine. I mean, I hope it helps with VR titles and uh, makes them a lot more. Um. How can I put this? I feel like VR titles are very samey um obviously like 90 percent of them are first person perspective Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and i would like more variety in that like i loved the variety of like the platformers they had on psvr i always bring up astrobot but you know you were essentially a camera angle in astrobot that you can move around and i thought that was really great um i want more stuff like that um rather than VR essentially just being the first person perspective all the time, type of thing. I know that's essentially what it's designed to be, but I would like more third person perspectives in a way, if they're able to do it somehow. Um but with this technology, obviously, um it'll probably help with getting um VR titles running very well in sixty frames per second if they can only just render what you're looking at. I mean, depending on how fast you can turn your head. The 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 VR is gonna have to process really fast, (laughs) Um, otherwise you're gonna get a lot of popping coming in. So we'll see what they do. We'll see how it works out.
1: Well, they'll probably have like extra bits. Like it probably render a little bit outside of your view, like just a tiny bit, just to make sure. I'm guessing, maybe I don't know. Alfonso, your thoughts?
0: Uh, yeah, this this sounds cool. Uh, me personally, I'm spoiled because I'm getting a lot with this new iteration of PSVR because, like I told you guys. I uh, had the first one, only had it for four days, so I can't really have an input of comparison the first one to when the second one comes out, but with all that the second one is offering, yeah, I feel like I'm being spoiled, and I cannot wait to get my hands on it. And I'm curious about the games because um, I, I read a rumor that Sony's supposed to do another state of play that's going to focus on VR2 games, so if it is true, I'm just curious to see what games they announce at this state of play. If it does happen, so,
1: yeah. time crisis five. I'll take it. I don't know how many time, I don't know how time <laughs> crisis is worth. So, <laughs> I, I, we joke, but I would love more um, gun shooter games like that from the in VR. I think that they'd be a perfect fit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Light gun games. That was it. I couldn't figure the word for a second there. Talking about old games, Um, one of Gary's favorite games, the remaster is out soon uh, Chrono Cross, the Radical Dreams Edition. Oh, um, <laughs> um, before it was supposed that you could get the new music and the original edition's music but it, it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not true and the original music is not in the game from what I can tell and well I know you're really mm. sad about this Gary but what's your thoughts
2: look I know Chrono Cross is very much loved um, mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. fans and that's fine I personally did not like it I didn't care for it Um that remains. I'm not really looking forward to it. (laughs) Um but I'm glad people are getting what they want. You know, more remasters and remakes, please. I know this is not what people wanted out of a Chrono Cross remake, obviously that's why it's a remaster. Um, but not everything is gonna get the Final Fantasy Sale and remake treatment. It costs too much money and they need to gauge how much people actually want something. Um, if you're going to get a remake, it's probably going to be of Chrono Trigger, not of Chrono Cross. It was a much more popular game. Um, yeah, yeah. But the music thing um, makes sense to me. Uh, these things always make sense to me because it's a licensing issue. Licensing, yeah. Yeah. Um, even if the composer still works for Square, you know, maybe they just didn't... like. Even though the composer still works for there, that doesn't mean that everybody else who helped compose the music still works there and they have to deal with that you know um so it sucks but you know they kind of they can try to replicate the music as best they can which i'm sure they did um so we'll see we'll see how well this does i mean i hope it does well because this will mean if it does well it'll give square reasons to remaster and potentially remake more of their classic franchises you know like i really want parasite eve I know that's a long shot because that's a license, But mm-hmm. I want things like Brave Fencer Musashi. I want Vagrant Story. There's a lot of games on the PS1 and even before that Square Enix worked on that I would like to see come back. So yeah. go buy it. Yeah, I don't have Carry much on. to say
1: on this. Sorry.
0: Yeah, I don't have much to say on this. I agree with Gary. I didn't really care for it. All I have to say is, yes, they're remastering, that's great. Give us more remasters. Give us more remakes. Like Gary said, they, if it does well, then that will lead these companies, developers to remake other games that we desperately want. So, that's that's the goal for me. If it does well, go back into your pipeline of games and remaster those, remake those. That's that's all I care for. This, yeah, I don't really care for it, but the people who love it, by all means go out, buy it, re enjoy, relive your memories.
1: I would also like to say that it would be nice for Parasite Eve to get a remake just because it's never been sold here. I'm sorry, so. yeah. Mm, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> We got the sequel and we got the third birthday but the first game never got released outside of North America and Japan. So I'm sorry Ben. It's fine. We could technically a boy on the PlayStation by making an American account, but you know. True. I'm talking legally. You know, yeah. There's nothing release. illegal about it. It's not illegal, <laughs> but I'm talking about like an actual official release that's out on the UK store. Yeah.
2: Yeah, unfortunately, that's probably never going to happen. Unless square really wants to fork <laughs> over the money
1: to get yeah.
2: The, the Parasite Eve license back. Uh, for those who don't know, I'll just say it right now, for those who don't know, uh, Parasite Eve is, I believe, based on a book called Eve. Uh, it was written by a Japanese uh, author who gave them the license to make a video game on it and has since gotten the license back. So Square Enix does not own... They they may own the name Parasite Eve, but they don't own the license of the character Aya um, or the whole... Mito- mitochondria storyline that they had in it. That's why the third birthday wasn't called Parasite Eve 3. I thought it was that was Star Wars. The third birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and it may have a character named Aya, but for those who played it, noticed that it had absolutely nothing to do with the first game. So, unless they fork over the money to get that license back, it's probably not going to happen.
1: <laughs> well, talking about possible purchases and licenses, there's a rumor that Sony has a new studio being bought. Um... This has been done by uh, Greg Mil- This announcement was teased by Greg Miller and Jeff Grubb. Um, supposedly, there's a rumor that we've got three big announcements. One was Sparkus, which was already announced. You yeah, they, they, um, know, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, PSVR 2 event, which we talked about earlier, as a possible thing. And then my laptop keeps opening the window up, even though all I just want to do is highlight. And an acquisition. So it'd be interesting to see if this is true. Um, supposedly, it won't be anything as big as Bungie. So... Um, if somebody wants to purchase this podcast, uh, it, it's we will accept a sandwich and probably around $10. Um. <laughs> anyway, I wonder what studio this will be, Alfonso. What?
0: Um I was reading that it's a possibility that it might be from software. And if it is, I could care less because I do not do Soul games. You know this already. So, <laughs> yeah, you and Gary know this already. I don't care for Soul games. Hey, I hope not. People... I hope it, th- but people love these games. So that would be a big win on the Sony's belt. But for me, like I said, I could care less. But I want Sony to have as much acquisitions under their belt. The more they have, the more games they make. That's, that's the end goal for me. So if it is true, then it is. But I, I, I don't want it to be true. I want it to be something else. But yeah, uh, I, I don't care.
1: As someone who likes video games, I hate when companies buy games that are normally multi-platform. So that's why I don't want from software to be bought because I I unless they give them the same deal as Bungie where they can make the games on other consoles I'm against it. Um, like I don't mind when a company has a you know has a long long history with the yeah you know, Sony like Intermatic's and stuff like that but Blue Point you know but uh, from no. software Gary, your thoughts?
2: My thoughts. Um, uh, I can tell you I'm almost one hundred percent sure it's not from software. Um, from software is owned by Kodakawa who, if people don't know, is a very big, big company in Japan. It's essentially the, one of the last remaining companies that is doing independent anime and manga. Um, I so, mean,
1: it sounds, it sounds like Sony would
2: buy that. <laughs> yeah, well, that would completely monopolize them, and that's not going to happen. <laughs> um, Kodokawa is big. Um, there, you know, A lot of companies own shares in them, including Tencent, which is obviously one of the biggest companies in the world um so unless they buy from software and buy a share in kotakawa to get that uh, i believe from software will probably cost them more than Bungie to secure um so i don't think it's going to be from software um i'm very confident um but since this new article came out i believe greg miller and jeff grub have also come out and said that the acquisition is actually really big uh it's so big that it might actually piss off a lot of people. Um, what it is, I don't know. I At this point, I stopped trying to guess what Sony's doing. <laughs> um, there's just rumors and leaks, and even my own sources tell me different things, and they don't want to confirm anything 100%. Because, I, like I said, I believe that Sony likes to throw out false information out there on purpose. Um, so we'll see what it is. Um, I can... Like I said, I can say for sure, in my opinion, it's not from software, it's not Square Enix, and it's definitely not Bandai Namco. They're not ever going to be for sale for a long time. Uh, Bandai Namco is probably the biggest Japanese company right now uh, when it comes to game development, so don't look for anybody to acquire them. Uh, So yeah, I have no idea what it is, but I've been hearing that it is a big acquisition that may irritate a lot of people. but i don't know what it is um
1: i i, I don't know i don't know who it's going to be myself i i don't think it's going to be square but i feel like the i i could see a partnership being announced by square not an acquisition um i, I really could see a partnership with square announced at some point with main tiles going to playstation and spin offs like always going to nintendo <laughs> um
2: yeah i i don't i don't think it's square square have said multiple times that they're not for sale they're not looking to be sold or to be bought by anybody right now they're doing really well for themselves.
1: They're doing so. good. Uh, talking about things that aren't going good, though. Um, this, this, you know what? We'll save that big story for next. Talking about things that aren't going good now, though. Uh, Blue Box Game Studios insists that Abandon has not been cancelled. You know that game everyone thought Hideo Kojima made for some reason and has no reference to Hideo Kojima. Um, supposedly, it's still being made. And w- we might learn more in the future, possibly. Maybe kind of. But we don't know. Um, supposedly the, there's gonna be a, a prologue of a game eventually maybe probably um but anyway this this came to light when all the tweets about the game got deleted um so ooh, everyone's hyped for abandoned maybe Honestly, only ben, bought them.
0: i I totally forgot to you mentioned this again I was like, <laughs> what are you talking about? so that told you I really don't care about this at all. <laughs> Cause are, yeah, are you excited for a no, game I'm that's not.
1: being released by a company that's never released games and cancels their projects every time?
0: Exactly. Why? Why should I be excited for this? <laughs> <laughs>
1: they're not a scam no, at thank all. You. There's no scam involved. Just they just do kickstarters, <laughs> get a bit of money, and then cancel the game. Who would? Who would yeah. Is that, this is completely mm-hmm. legitimate business.
0: Yeah, they're not getting my money.
1: <sighs> I'll eat a hat if it's hey, Gary. <laughs>
2: You're going to be eating a lot of hats, man.
1: <laughs> I said a, a hat. With, with
2: all the promises you've been making. <laughs> <laughs> um, Like Alfonso, I kind of don't care anymore. Uh, I think them deleting these tweets was just another way of getting publicity. Because people stopped talking about the game and they want people talking about it again. Or you Dude, know man, what they they
1: googling this before they, this got announced. I was like, what the hell, what happened to this?
2: You know, they they, they promised uh, an app, they released the app, they promised a teaser of the app by showing a video that teases what they're gonna present in the app, and literally that teaser was what they presented in the app. <laughs> so they released the teaser that they teased was gonna be on the app. So people thought it was gonna be more and bigger, and it wasn't, it's just the dude footprint or foot just stepping on some cabin ground over there. I don't care anymore. Um, it's taking too long to really get anything out of this studio. Um, and it just seems to track with their track record. They've never released a the game. They've been around for like 15 years and they haven't released a single game. Um, they announce them, they come to Kickstarter, not Kickstarter, they come to Early Access on Steam and then they never release um so it's whatever they can say it's coming they can say whatever they want at this point um until they show us something then it doesn't exist to me and crying foul and bitching and moaning about how they're being treated they did it to themselves quite honestly this is why i always say don't announce shit until you're ready to show it i hate when companies announce a game before they even show a single fucking screenshot of it so yeah
1: I guess we should go to the other thing that's sad news, I guess. Well, at least for us, because it was such a good, busy day to get money. E3 has been cancelled. Good news, everyone, but bad news, everyone. Yep, E3 has officially been cancelled for 2022. Supposedly, it'll be back for 2023. But if I shake my Magic A ball, which I don't have, I, I, I feel like it would say very doubtful. So, um... Yeah, I, I think E three is completely dead. I knew this was gonna be if anyone listens to previous podcasts, I said that by <laughs> it's gonna be dead by this time once they started going digital because there's already yeah. too many digital events. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I knew that this was there'd be like one or two and then cancelled and then dead. <laughs> I knew I knew this was gonna happen. Uh, Alfonso.
0: As much as I love E three back then when it was very popular and it was booming and you like you had to see E three to see all the good stuff that these developers was doing. Yeah, it's not the same no more. It's definitely not the same. And uh, with Sony doing their state of play and Nintendo doing their own... I forgot what they call their thing. Oh, their Nintendo Direct. And these companies going digital, where you can just watch everything online. It honestly doesn't make sense to do E3 anymore. It honestly doesn't. Do I want it to come back? Part of me does, but honestly, it doesn't make sense anymore. Like, E3 had its time. Things... Companies are doing their own things which seems to be working. So I honestly I do not see it coming back next year. It might be on plan, like it might stay on track to say, Oh, it's still coming out, but as it get closer I feel E three just gonna pull the plug and say, Alright, E three is over, no more E three. That's just me personally. Uh
1: Gary.
2: I'm actually kinda sad that E three is going away because now I have to see Jeff Kinley take all the credit for bringing a game to back. <laughs> Um, which, in my opinion, he's the one who killed E3 in the first place Um, in his own way. But, um, yeah, I mean, they lost a lot of support. You know, Nintendo... I won't say Nintendo had anything to do with it because Nintendo pulled out of that a long time ago. Um, Nintendo has always done their own thing. You know, Rockstar pulled out a long time ago. And for what? They're going to showcase one game? (laughs) You know? (laughs) Uh, So that was a a deal break. I mean, quite honestly, I think the big... I'm going to say two nails. You know, I think there are two nails that ended E3. Sony kind of pulling out after they had their one, the the last one they did where they had, you know, Ghost of Tsushima, Last of Us 2, and uh, what was the third game? I don't remember what the third game was now. But they only showcased three games. Um, And people were like, oh, Sony Sony sucked it up. Um, You know, uh, I think that was kind of a big starting point. And quite honestly, the last one, that I think finally ended it for them was um, Microsoft buying Bethesda because now they can just do all the Bethesda stuff on Microsoft stage. Um, yeah. It was nice to see third-party publishers come in and have their own press conferences like Square did and um, Capcom did as well. Uh, but quite honestly, it got to the point where nobody cared about Ubisoft's pre- press conference. Nobody even watched that thing because they already knew what they were going to get out of it. You know, EA always kind of did their own thing before e3 i don't know why they just didn't want to do it part of e3 i don't know if it's a money thing but they was like we're gonna do it during e3 week but ours is going to be before e3 so it's our own thing whatever um but then again with ea everybody again already knew what to expect from ea and they kind of just didn't care to watch it um so in my opinion uh e3 really hurts it doesn't hurt the major players but it hurts the smaller developers um And I know people went to E3 to play, you know, the big games from Sony and Microsoft and Ubisoft. Um, But it was also a good place for a lot of the smaller developers to go in and showcase their game. And without E3, like without a physical presence now, they kind of have to turn to PAX, PAX West and PAX East which obviously aren't as big as E3, uh, or they have to now try to get on Jeff Keenly's game show, whatever the hell his summer game fest. And chances are, they're going to be relegated to um, a spot during the the commercial break, as he calls it, um, where they talk about a big game. They're like, we'll be back in a few moments and they show off some brand new indie game trailer. And then they come back and they do not even talk about the game. They just showed off. Um, So I think it hurts the majority of the industry. Uh, And I say majority because I think the majority industry is made up of third-party developers, obviously. Indie developers, um, smaller studios like that. And the big guys obviously have the money to do their own thing, so they don't need E3. Um, So as far as it officially being dead, uh, we'll see next year if it's officially dead. Um, Obviously this year, I don't know why they decided to cancel it this year. You know, with COVID restrictions being lifted everywhere and um, you can attend in person now, but, you know, if you still want to worry about safety, obviously you cancel the physical, you do a digital event. But they can't now because they canceled it, and probably because Jeff Kinley took up all the the developers for his show. You know, he's like he came in first, he's like, okay, let's have your game on our show, let's reveal your game on our show. And E3 was like, well, what the fuck are we going to showcase now? Um, so, yeah, he he people give him a lot of credit for doing good things, but I also think he's kind of a snake and he wants all the spotlight on himself and how good he is. So that's my opinion on that. <laughs> you yeah. know, Ben, your yeah. thoughts?
1: Sorry. I got distracted by something. My thoughts, as I said, I knew this was happening as soon as, um, I don't know, as soon as it started going digital with all the different digital events. Um, yeah, I could see this coming a long way away. Um, Okay. I feel like we should talk about the big topic that I've been skipping around for a little bit. Um, we've been talking about this rumor called Project Spartacus for a while now. Um, and mm-hmm. we finally, through a random tweet during the week that linked to the PlayStation blog rather than an actual video, which, by the way, I joked saying that. So everyone's like, oh my God, it's going to be on a state of play. I'm like, no, nah, watch, watch watch, it just be a random tweet on a website. It's not just a website. I know it's just the, it's the PlayStation blog, but still it's kind of funny that they're just like, yeah, sure, this is our big new thing. Um, so yeah, you now have three tiers of PlayStation Plus. Um, four technically, I guess, but there's technically, there's also only three, really. Um, first, you've got PlayStation Plus Essential, which is what you've got right now. It'll be the same price. Um, that, that I think there's no difference to what it was before and what will be different. Um, then you've got PlayStation Plus Extra. Uh, this is where things are different you now have 400 ps4 and ps5 games and i think there's a leak of all the ps5 games at least a selection of them i don't know if that's true or not i can't remember we do i think we do know that death stranding and returnal are part of this which is good because i've been tempted to play both of those i just don't buy them um this will yeah, be ten pounds no, no, no. ninety nine a month or 15 or 39 a month or 31 pound or 99 or 83 for the year so it's cheaper to do a mm-hmm. year buy a lot um but it also depends on how much you can use it. So, uh, and then you got the PlayStation Plus Premium, and that's third and final tier. Um, but that's not exactly true. Um, this will be uh, 340 more games that are PS3, PS2, PSP, and PSX, PlayStation One, not the the, the separate PS2 console that allowed you to burn DVD player and have a hard drive. Um, PS3 games will be available through streaming, and uh, you cannot download which pissed off a lot of people, but I kind of knew that was happening. Anyone who knew this was going to be a thing knew that that was going to be the way they were going to do it. Um, PS2 and PSP and PSX tiles will be available both streaming and downloading. Now, everyone's like, man, I'm so pissed off at the PS3. I'm so hyped about the PS2. I'm so hyped. I'm like, I'm kind of hyped for the PSP, if I'm honest. If anything get, got me into this into this package, it's the PSP. Um, also adds the PS4 and PS5 games from the previous one, which is another 400. Um and also time trials for select games. Again, this will also make me think about if I want to get it. Um, and also you get both PlayStation Plus and PS Now because there's no PS Now now. now. Um, so that'll be $79. $17.99 $79. a month or £13 or $49 or £39 or $119 or £99 annually. Um, also remember you can convert this into your local currencies. This is just US and Europe, UK prices. Um And there will be a fourth option, well, third slash fourth option, depending on how you count. Because technically, it's a fourth option, but it's a third option for those that can't get premium. Um, for those that cannot get, there will be a low-cost and premium, and it will still include PSX, PS2, and PSP, but will not include streaming of PS3 games or PS4 or PS5 because it's with those for the markets that do not have access to streaming. Whew, that's a lot of stuff. Uh, suppose it launches in June. Uh begin in Asia, then moving to North America, Europe and the rest of the world. So who knows when we'll actually get this? Probably in September. I, I don't know. By the way, that's just a random guess. I have no idea. Gary.
2: So, um Yeah. Um it's essentially what we've been talking about, it was going to be uh for yep. a while now. Mm-hmm. Um the pricing I think is Is okay. I don't. I'm not gonna say it's overpriced or underpriced. Uh, 120 dollars for the year for the bigger for the biggest tier. Um, I think it's actually pretty good when you're getting over 700 games across. Uh, what is it? Five, six different um platforms.
1: Um, Six because you got PS1 to five and PSP, but no Vita. Yeah, bring Vita. No
2: Vita, which I I I I think I already mentioned there wasn't gonna be Vita at the start. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I am surprised that it's PSP at the start. That's for sure. I was not expecting PSP at the start at all. Um, There'll be
1: two PSP games. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, I think you'll 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 get um, some nice surprises. Uh, one of which being Crisis Core, which yeah. is yes. going to be the first time it's available to play outside of the physical UMD because they never mm-hmm. released that game digitally. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's going to be cool, especially if it releases, uh, you know, day one because it kind of. Let's people play that game who never got a chance to play it on PSP before. You know, part two of remake comes out, even though they've already wiped out the story of Crisis Core in in the remake, so it doesn't yeah. really matter. Um, yeah, man, have they? Um, I'm pretty sure they have, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see. I guess I I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, I it's cur- I'm curious to see what the the. The titles are going to be the, the legacy titles um i've mentioned it in a tweet and i've talked to to you i think about it as well ben um i'm pretty sure it's going to be the games that are available now on psn uh through the vita store through the psp store and through the ps3 store um not very many ps2 games available on ps4 no ps1 games are available on ps4 but if you go into your vita right now go to the store or even your ps3 you go to ps1 or ps2 classics there is pretty much about 200 games between the two Um, Uh and for those looking for a specific game chances are it's there uh the ps1 in particular pretty much has every major release that happened if you're looking for a specific title that's maybe a little niche chances are it's not there but almost every square Enix game is there almost every playstation title is there um, almost every major Capcom game is there, Konami is there, Silent Hill, Metal Gear Solid. The, the 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 thing about Silent Hill, Metal Gear Solid, they that was weird when they came out, and it's still weird, is that you can get them on the PS3 and play them, but if you want to play them on your PSP or your Vita, they're not available on the store. So you have to download them to your PS3 and then transfer them to the PSP or the Vita in order to play them, which is really weird. You couldn't just directly download it. I don't know why that was, but they're available. So, most major titles are already there. So, you're not going to be missing out on very much PS1 wise. Uh, PS2 is going to be the big question. Uh, The PS3, when it comes to PS2 games, the PS3 store has, I think, like four times the amount of games that are released on uh, PS4 when it comes to PS2 titles. um, They have a lot. So, again, you can already get most of them if you want to. Of course, you have to play them on your PS3. Uh, PSP, like I said, is the big one. We'll see what games they add to that. Um, and I, I'm just curious to see how it's all going to work. You know, I, mm-hmm. I am upset and I am upset about this, that these games are locked to the highest tier. I don't think that's that's fair. Um, but I also understand it because the people who complain the most that they can't play these old games, well, Sony's going to charge you to play those old games because... I believe those games, you know, Sony has said, you know, in the past that only one percent of their player base plays retro titles. That's why they got rid of physical backwards compatibility. It just Mm -hmm. wasn't worth it. So, if that still stays true now, that one percent is going to have to fork over the the for for the highest tier to play those games. Um, So yeah, uh, as far as PS3 games, uh, like you, Ben, I was not in any way, shape, or form surprised that. They weren't going to let you download those games. Um, Where would you even download them from? You know, the PS4 store doesn't have a PlayStation 3 catalog at all. Um, You can't put in your disc into your PS5 and download them that way. Um, So, yeah, you know, the the, the cell processor, like I've said, is a big problem and always has been a problem for Sony. Um, So streaming is all you're going to get. I would like them to increase the streaming to at least 1080p instead of the maximum of 720, but Quite honestly, thinking about the PS3 right now, there, obviously there's a lot of great games on the PS3, but again, the majority of those fantastic games were already remastered and remade on the PS4. You know, Uncharted Collection, God of War Collection, um, Final Fantasy X, or not even Final Fantasy X, that was a PS2 game. Uh, Final Fantasy XIII hasn't been released. I'm sure that's going to happen eventually. Um, but a lot of the major PS3 titles have, come out on the PS4. Been remastered or remade in some way, shape, or form. So, yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens. I I don't get why people are angry. Um, well, I, I get why they're angry. They they just want to play the brand new games day one because they keep thinking it's a Game Pass competitor. Um,
0: that's not going to happen.
2: No, that's the, not going to happen.
0: Jim, Jim, Rice <laughs> said, Jim Rice said it himself in the interview that we can't afford because... I don't know exactly what Zach but you know what he said. And... I look at it this way. If they can't afford to put their first party games on their service, that Xbox can pay ten million to get Guardians on Game Pass. And that's a third party a third party game. Yeah, there's no way Sony could do first party. No way. When I saw that, I was like, Yeah, there's no way. So people need to forget about this, it's not gonna happen. And if it does happen, it's not happening no time soon at all. So people yeah. need to stop forgetting this. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I, I 100% agree with you. Um, It's not going to happen. Uh, it might happen in the future, uh, but mm-hmm. it's definitely not happening anytime soon. Um, mm-hmm. You might see those games come out maybe a year later. I can see that because I believe they said Returnal uh, is coming yes. for this service. And that's about a year since that game came out, so wasn't mm-hmm. Okay,
1: um, I will tell you when this will happen. When I, what I will like happen? I feel I, when the games will be day one on, on this new service. I feel like I can tell you. Okay, okay. Sony has six games of a service titles on the way, right? Yes. Once enough of those are out, and there's enough revenue from those titles, that's when we will see first-party games hit the service. I, I won't say all first-party games, but I feel like once that revenue stream comes in from those, if they do well, that's when we might see first-party.
2: Mm-hmm. Maybe. Then you're looking at maybe 2024, 2025.
1: No, I, I feel like yeah. I feel like we're looking 2025, 2026 at least. Okay. All right, that's when I feel like we'll see first-party games launch on the PlayStation at the same time as the, day one. Once they can start making enough money from the DLC sold to cover some of the costs from some of these game losses, it'll be fine. I hate to say that because I don't like the market going that way, but that's the, the way I can see it. It's not like Microsoft where they've got unlimited. Well, they need to make sure that they've got. They're bringing in revenue at the same time as. So that's that's my fault. That's my game theory. I
2: mean, it, it's possible, Ben. Uh, I'm not gonna say that's not gonna happen. Obviously, it's a possibility. Um, I just don't see Sony doing it. To be honest with you, I just. I think they they sell better than they than people want to admit they do. Um, I just. I don't think Sony can afford it. I really don't think Sony can afford to to put the next God of War for example on that service day one and not see a massive sales hit. They will see a massive sales and I don't think subscribing to PlayStation Plus is going to give them that money back mm-hmm. that they would have made on selling that game. So, I don't know. Microsoft can do that's it. That's why I
1: said once the live service stuff comes out. That's when the live service will f- not the plus itself but the live service will help f- help f- well,
2: like i guess it's a possibility i guess it just really depends on what well.
1: service games are going to be yeah yeah we yeah, don't even yeah. know what mm-hmm.
2: these are are they shooters what rpgs what what are they we don't know, um, I, don't
1: know. I mean i expect you know, one to be but, an mmo probably
2: <laughs> but i'm okay with the service i'm i'm very happy with what this what <laughs> sony announced uh it, it sucks that they just announced it through a blog post but then they also announced the playstation 5 through a fucking interview in a magazine <laughs> yeah yeah um So I think as we get closer to when the service is supposed to come out, they'll do like a big in-depth video uh, showcasing how it all works and you know the 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 games that they're going to be featuring on there. Uh, I think this was just like an initial announcement, just like they announced the PSVR two, and then they showed off the controllers, and then finally, what was like I think like last month they finally showed us the headset. Um, Mm -hmm. Sony just does things differently, I guess, and when it's time to really showcase what they want to show, they'll they'll have a a big show for it which again i don't agree with well as i say, said before i if, if you're going to show something i'd like you to actually show it when you announce it rather than just announcing it and making people wait months and months and months until you actually see it
1: <laughs> so yeah um now before we start wrapping up is there anything else anyone wants to bring up
2: i can't think of anything off the top no my
1: okay well time to go to the Metacritic game do 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 boop um um, well, just like before, there's one game that actually has no reviews that I can find. Um, so we're going to have to wait to actually cover that later uh, because it, it has no Metacritic score and it has no user reviews at all. Um, and it it came out. So that's interesting. It's It came out. Yeah. Yes. Uh, two days ago. Uh, it has some user reviews, but either way that we go off the meta score and that has none. Um, that is MLB The Show 2022. Um, so there's nothing for that yet. But our other game, Tiny Teen of Wonderlands, does have reviews. And I'm going to go double check make sure I got it right. Yep, there it is. Um, it's got eight reviews. And Gary, you gave it an 85. Alfonso, you gave it an 87. I've used RNG and gave it 92. And guess what, Gary, you won. Oh, goddammit. The one I wanted to lose. <laughs> it got 74. You were off by 11 points.
2: I'm surprised they even gave it that high of a score. Jesus. <laughs> what was I thinking at the time?
1: <laughs> so, yeah.
2: But I'll what, take the win.
1: If you Even if you got it less, you would have won. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Let me just add it to the spreadsheet. Back in the group. So, uh, our next game is Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. There's only one game this week that I'm doing because we've also got the MLB The Show at some point. You know what? I'm going to go first. Let's go to the random generator. I feel like we're going to go from 6 to 90. Roll! That's not really random. So we're going to roll again. Okay, that'll do. I'm giving it an 86. The first roll was literally just 60. I'm like, well, that doesn't feel random. So <laughs> 60 to 100. 60. Okay, Okay. okay internet. Alfonso.
0: I'm going to go with 82. You stupid slut. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What did he steal your future, pr- your future prediction that you hadn't said yet, Gary? What's yeah? What's your prediction, Gary? You can go the Fine. same. Fine, I'm
2: going to go with eighty. Then I'm not going to split the points with him.
0: <laughs> wow, you know what? You know what, Gary? I feel offended for the same person, the same person that always tells me that I need to be close. Now you don't want to be close to me. I feel offended.
2: Well, we're going to be pretty close when it's eighty-one. And we still have to split the points. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, no, I feel like if isn't what's the rules normally? It's like lower gets it if it's eight. So if, it, if it's 81, you'd get it right, Gary. I think because normally lower the lower if you're underneath it, you get the point. Yeah, I would just give you that point, Gary.
2: Oh, thanks.
1: Anyway, talk about points, Gary. Shout outs and how can they contact you?
2: Shout outs, uh, shout outs to you guys as always. Thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure. Shout out to the fans and the listeners. Thanks for listening. Uh, you can reach me on Twitter at gaulush. That's G-A-G-L-A-U-S-S.
1: And that's
0: Shout out to you, Ben. Shout out to you, Gary. Uh, shout out to all the listeners. Um, this has already been out for Ben already, but Sonic comes out this Friday. I'm looking forward to seeing it. And yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Ali Seven.
1: Really good movie. I would recommend it. Really good. I, I enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> yeah. For uh, you can follow me and jump. I'll be back. With more news! Yay! We'll we'll be back next week. Yay! Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Goodbye.
0: Goodbye.